It's unfiltered garbage what's coming out of my mouth at any time, but... <laughs> Constant spewing. You know what? And on that note, greetings, comrades. Welcome to Snack City. My name is Taylor. My name is Mia. My name's Brett. And this is a podcast where we eat snacks, we talk about those snacks, and we talk about Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, uh, once known as the City of Champions, but now known as... Uh, uh, what, what would be a good name for Edmonton these days? We are the gateway to the north. Um, what are some other? I don't like that one actually. I, I like Redmonton. That's, that's, that's like yeah, it is too much. Redmonton, yeah. Because of like throwback the to the Liberal Party, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like the last holdout against the sea of blue. We are commie yeah. bastards. We are yeah. commie bastards. Honestly, uh, I like being a union man. I'm a I'm a laborer till the day I die. Yeah. It's good times. Yeah. Um, Fun fact: we're all part of the same union. Yeah. <laughs> I probably too. will never be a uh, will never be an owner class. I'll probably always be a worker class. So I feel like I'm gonna stick with my class. But wait, no, you've invested in things. Well, like I own things. You're but, like, a shareholder. But like, no. No, I'm never gonna employ people to, to work. Oh, for me, oh, right? like own property and people. And like a business <laughs> and like be a capitalist, right? Like, oh, man. But at least we're a step above like being just like a straight up proletariat. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I turn in wrenches to make a living. <laughs> okay, but would you ever want Pulling to be? Fields. I feel like I don't want to be one of those people who gets to a position of that much ownership. It seems, seems like, like a, a lot lonely, of work. It seems like a lonely experience. And you like know, just to shitty. be a job creator. Yeah. Seems like a lot of <laughs> a lot of struggle. <laughs> Yeah. They create the to rob the masses blind, it's just a lot of work, right? I don't know. I can't like complain about something and then want to be it, you know? I'm okay. I would like to be more paid, but I mean, I don't want to own things you know, that's or a classic be rich. Counter argument where people are like, "Well, why don't you run for office or why don't you start a business?" Criticizing something doesn't mean I have to go do that. <laughs> yeah, like you complain about ETS all the time, it doesn't mean you should go become a train engineer. Yeah, <laughs> why is the bus so late? Well, okay, you drive. Also, like another old man who rails against someone who he doesn't like for being black and then decides to run for president and then wins the president of the U.S. based off of a bunch of complaints and then can't run anything. <laughs> Uh, so, I haven't heard this. Who is that? Uh, <laughs> Donald J. Trump. Oh, okay. I thought you were describing 45th Mr. Burns Forty-fifth president. <laughs> Close. Oh, Mr. Burns. A little bit of a weight difference. Man, I've seen that dude. Oh, man. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's, yeah. it's he looks like an orangutan. Big. He's made of butter. Like, <laughs> he's made yeah. of butter? Yeah, he's like a Play-Doh mold no, that, that no one closed okay. all the way, and he just emerged too big. Like, it's like that picture that's of like him playing tennis that no one should ever look up, but it's, oh, it's burned into my in memory. He's a Disney movie where like, a dog and a team of plucky youngsters have to save America from an evil president. You know, yeah. it's, it's a caricature. Let's uh, let's move on to the snacks. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's move to the happy things. Let's go to the snack introduction. So, Brett, your choice. Which of these two snacks do you want to introduce first? Um, well, I brought my two favorite candies, uh, being Sour Soothers and Dino Sours. Um, let's start with the Dino Sours. Wait, question here. Which of the Dino Sours is your preference? Which one is your faves? Or do you have, like, a scale? I totally have a scale. Please tell us in detail. Okay, so 
the bottom, I'm gonna go from my least favorite to my favorite. The bottom of the scale's gotta start out with green, is my least favorite. How dare you? Um, the next one might be a little bit controversial, but red comes in at my second least favorite. And then I'd have to go orange and yellow would be my number one. You know, you're the guest. I'm going to try them in the same order that you described, and so I can get an escalation into like, you know, Nirvana, right? Yeah, just like get into my brain a little bit. Is there any corollary, do you think, between. Corollary? Correlation between. <laughs> the color and the shape of the dinosaur in terms of flavor? Do you care about which dinosaur is embodied in the dinosaur? Um, oh, no, but now that you say it, I want to get some more variety because I only got a couple. See, I like the long ones because they fit into your mouth so snugly. I hope you don't mind me pawing through all of the dinosaurs with my oh. wretched, dirty worker hands. I too Touching will, uh, all those keyboards all day. Mm-hmm. I'll follow the same pattern you're establishing here for yourself. I think that's the best way. I think we can go through the journey together. Yeah, and yeah. then we can all comment on it because yeah. we have so much. I also like how it creates this nice yellow, orange, red color, which is very uh, rainbow-esque. Yeah, so if you don't know how dinosaurs look, you probably do, unless you've been living in a cave or in a communist country. Okay, Wait, communists yeah. don't know what dinosaurs look like? Aw, that's sad for them. They come in four very vibrant colors, green, red, orange, and yellow. Probably um, the most classic candy yeah. colors. And it's funny because it's like green is loosely lime, but like it's not really lime flavor. It's like straight up green flavor. You know what I mean? Like how blue flavor is blue raspberry, yes. but it's blue. Yes, 100%. It is definitely green flavor. Yeah. I don't think any of these... I was wondering when you brought the bag out if the dinosaurs had different tastes. I've eaten them many, many times, but I could not tell you what they mm. taste like. They all have different tastes. Oh, I just started eating oh, green ones. Yeah. Well, you're going to be our um, Muldoon from Jurassic Park and lead us on this dino safari. Okay, so I just popped the whole thing in my mouth at once. I'm just going straight for it. I'm going to eat half. Mine is a stegosaurus. It's pretty pretty well done very for, nice, for very a gummy nice. stegosaurus. Mm-hmm. Probably I like by... the green because it kind of makes me think of a, a cola flavor, but I don't know why. I've, I've never Yeah, it kind of has like a something like deeper to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it also... tastes like Lime Crush is what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And also like green Kool-Aid. If you blended those things together in a jug, I think you would end up with... This might be a good experiment to do. Well, if you find Lime Crush, let me know because that is a, a rarity. You see that yeah. every once in a while. That's true. Every time I see it, I pick it up because I'm like, whoa, Lime Crush. Yeah. <laughs> orange Crush is one of my like guilty pleasures. I can't stand cream soda, but Orange Crush like rocks I'm the world. I'm going to give a little shout out right now to uh, two beverages that I see on the shelves. And I, I always got to buy them if I see them because they're so rare. The first one is Koala, a refreshing oasis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that takes me back. Oasis. That was their branding in at least the 90s. That's fantastic. Sometimes I still see it on the shelves at Safeway and I'm like, Koala! And I yeah. always get it, but it's, it's a rarity. It tastes know? like my childhood summers, you know? Oh, give me that orange mango or... Um, oh, orange mango. I like the... Lime and grapefruit? Yes, the lime grapefruit one, I was just going to say. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and the other drink, and this one I thought was dead, and then I saw resurrected. <gasps> Clearly Canadian. What? Yeah. That... Did you find Shut... that when we no. like, took a walk? Yeah. You yeah. remember how excited I was when yeah, I found that? Yeah, I remember that. that. Like, that's the reason I remember that walk. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was stoked to find this. And oh, that's I... so exciting. Did it come in, like, tons of varieties? I saw, I think I had a cherry one. And I think there were three or blackberry. two. There were three at least that I saw. Yeah, it was just at the 7-Eleven on 104th Street in Jackson. And I've looked there since and it wasn't there. What? Oh, it's crazy. like a ghost shit passing in the night. Sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes you see it. Maybe and... we both hallucinated it. No, I had the bottle on my desk for months and people would come up and be like, clearly Canadian. <laughs> like everyone was stoked. And I was like, yeah, they're at the 7-Eleven, but I, I don't think they're there. Cool. What's that? But anyways. All right, we should continue. That was a, a tangent. We never do tangents here on Snack City. Nah. Yeah. Let's continue the dinosaur safari with red. Your, yeah. Your third. This is yeah my third my third red. favorite. It's often people's favorites, so you know mm-hmm. people people tend to go for the red candies. 
Do you think they go for red and other, like, I find that Starburst uh, and Skittles often match, but like people might differentiate on the Dino Sours because they have different-esque flavor. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't even know like what the difference is. They just taste like Dino Sours. They're not very sour either. Like they're mostly just kind of sweet and a little tart. Like it's not like a... Tart is a good word. They're a good... Actually, that's important that you bring in the tartness because they're kind of a blend of sweet with a yeah. little sour at the beginning and then the tartness towards the end. Mm-hmm. I really like it. it it's really well-rounded as yeah. a flavor. Our next little guest here, Sour Soothers, are going to be a lot stronger right off the start, you know? I like how gummy and sticky they are. I know, though, that being said, I do feel like I have to brush my teeth after I eat mm-hmm. them because sometimes you get, like, the gunk stuck in your molars and then you're just, like, feel like you're rotting your teeth, which, I mean... And they leave I mean, a film in honestly, mouth for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. You yeah. gotta go scrub. It was a little bit of an oily, a little bit of an oily residue. Mm-hmm. Or you rub mm-hmm. your tongue against your molar so hard and like, ah, okay, I gotta stop doing this. I gotta actually do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, like I had it. a good dentist checkup last time, but she's gonna be very disappointed in me this go around. She's like, did you start a podcast about snacks? Did and you, you eat like, yeah. candy <laughs> three nights a week for the rest of your life? No. Well, it's not always candy. No, but I mean, I don't think potato chips are any better. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyways, I really like the red, but I think I might have liked the green more. Yeah, I definitely like green more. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying they're like one's like a point yeah. five, one better oh, than the other. Oh, I'll know? be eating, I'll be eating all of them. Here's where it starts to get into my happy place. <laughs> what the fuck dinosaur is this? It sure. literally just looks like a lizard. Like kind of like a Komodo one of those, dragon. Like, crawl- the ones that are close to the, like, they live on the beach. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the I house. mean, I, I buy that. It looks like it just stepped out of the primordial ooze of the ocean. Yeah. On maybe, the got rid of its gills. Maybe there are different stages of the dinosaur era. So, oh. like, Jurassic. Mm. Uh, that would be And uh, what's the other ones? I only know Jurassic. Mesozoic, I think, is the big one that encompasses the Jurassic. Um, Triassic. There we go. Cretaceous. Is Cretaceous, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cretaceous is the last one before the asteroid hits. Bam. Aww, motherfucker. Poor motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> we both said motherfucker at the same time. Jinx, you want me to coke? And their no. legacy lives on in candy form. I like the idea that dinosaurs is teaching us a brief lesson in evolution. That would be, be great. It'd be awesome if the fifth dinosaur they introduced was uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a black licorice one. Oh no <laughs> oh. yeah i was gonna say it should be like a blue one because i feel like it's missing like blue as a flavor slash color Ooh, I like the yellow. it's very limey <laughs> yeah oh so we kind of blew through orange i think orange is my second favorite but truth be told oh i feel no i'm terrible orange is probably my favorite like flavor when it comes to the little suckers that you always get at like doctor's offices or whatever always go for the like oranges and if i see lots of oranges left that are left behind you can get just a couple oranges at once orange is the no. safe zone it's it's home brett are you big uh you a big sour man would you say oh yeah yeah he's a big old sour man yeah <laughs> if you're going to the movies you know you got a restricted snack selection what uh, what are you looking out for in a snack Ooh, I don't like things that are super sweet. So either something that has like, I mean, okay, dino sours are like super, super sweet. But, but they're the... supposed to be, right? Exactly. But um, I I like dark chocolate a lot. Uh, mm. If, I, if I'm going to go for the chocolate, I'm going to go for the dark chocolate. Um, you like the mix of like fruit and chocolate with the dark? I like nuts and chocolate, but oh, not necessarily yeah. fruit and chocolate. I think, yeah, it's going to straight up. I don't like fruit and chocolate. Together. No, that's fine. You don't. You don't have to I'm just accommodate about offending our... you. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're like afraid to say it. Oh my god, you're gonna get triggered. By... <laughs> She's gonna lose her shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just curious. So now I've tried both the yellow and the orange in succession. And I gotta say, Brett, I'm, I'm gonna vary from your order here. Okay. Because I'm gonna slide that orange right down to the bottom at number four. Really? Um, I think the orange is a safe choice. But I think it lacks any distinctive character that separates it from the other dinosaurs mm. flavors. Yeah, it's not, uh, yeah, that's a good point, because it's like, it's 
traditional almost. I full on agree that the yellow is markedly superior to every mm -hmm. other one. Yeah, because it's. Oh, I would say green, but what else? I think green is my second choice, actually. Really? I think my order would go orange at the bottom. You know, good. And not to say any of these are bad. I don't know. We're not. We're you not going to shame any the, order the list. The curve here, here is like an A minus. You know. <laughs> exactly. Orange is sitting at the back of the class at like a B. We got, trying. we got red. Yep. Red's doing well. B plus really improved from beginning of the year. And then we move on to the real achievers, green, and then yellow at an A plus. Just you know the the people that everyone else hates. Yeah, just crushing it. Just crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> and like so effortlessly. God so, damn it. Hey, look at me with my perfect level of sourness and. Mm -hmm. But you know yellow color. That's <laughs> <laughs> such like a mark advantage. Yeah. I feel like for many years, lemon must have been just the sourest thing there ever was. Do you think sour would have been a really rare flavor? Do you think sour would have been a really rare flavor back in the day? You'd have like sourdough bread. You have some things that were sour. You'd have maybe citrus fruits. Vinegar. Vinegar, yeah. I feel uh, salty that would be complicated. I'm forgetting something. Was it sugar? <laughs> I think it is sugar because sugar didn't really become super common until they started colonizing the Caribbean. Yeah, and like people had like sugar fountains and things made out of sugar to show how like rich they were. I just couldn't remember if it was salt or sugar. But salt was a pretty Salt's important like important. commodity for a while too. Yeah. Salt's more important for preserving than anything else. Yes. Oh, yeah, but that's, right, that's why I'm wondering because it seems like sour things must be almost overwhelmingly artificial flavors, right? Like citric acid is a very common, common thing. <laughs> sure. Okay. But yeah. anyways, yeah. I'm, like, I mean, I could be completely like, wrong. No, I mean the commonality of sour things just in the, like, the grocery store. You go to save on and how much sour stuff is there. Most of it's going to be in the candy aisle. You might have... Or oh, like a citrus. A granny sniff apple or a citrus fruit or some sourdough bread or... Like, what else is sour? Yeah, I guess things are more more tart than they are sour. Because tartness is something like cranberries, where it's not, like, mm. uh, sour in that, like, you squeeze your face together, but it's like... You know what? I didn't <laughs> accept, like, a real tart thing. But that that's a very limited section. Yeah. I feel mm -hmm. like there's a lot of things that are, like, meaty and salty that you can get. Yeah, because, like, sour in cuisine, I almost wouldn't say, like, sourdough bread is almost more of, like, a... Like, it's almost more of a sharpness, or, like, rather than something yeah. that makes you really, like, pucker up yeah. in that way. Cheese, you might be, like, considered no, but sour, but... Even that is, more like, like eye-watering, like... Ah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I never really thought about that. Neither, neither have I until... Uh... Just now. Okay, you know that diagram of your tongue that turned out to be totally, that like had the different spots oh. of teeth on your tongue that turned out to be absolute bullshit that was like totally wrong, but I was convinced it was right for like most of my life. Yeah, you're um, taught shit when you're six by the magic school bus at yeah. six. <laughs> so it's, I know it's sour was on the sides, right? And it was like sweet at the front and like bitter at the back. I don't know. It's and now there's a whole thing with umami, right? Yeah. And like, I love umami. Just throw that curveball in there, like. <laughs> well, yeah. I like the idea that there's something I don't think I've ever experienced umami. Umami is like the the heavy, like mm, the lustrousness what a, of like, something like mushrooms or meat. Yeah, like a, like a steak, you'd get it. Like certain kinds of soups, like ramen, especially, would be mm. a great example. Like a bone broth, it's tonkatsu a ramen, kind of essence almost. Yeah, sautéed mushrooms. Oh yeah. I do like eating meat products and soups. Truffle so. oil, like something with truffle oil on it. Truffle oil is a really good example of something that would add umami to it. Oh, man. It. Okay. Ooh. Okay, so I probably have. I just uh, am a philistine and haven't appreciated it. I've yeah. not seen the magic ahead of my own eyes, yeah. you know? It's been there all along. You just must open your eyes to it. Yeah. Like the hot girl who takes her glasses <laughs> off, right? Exactly. I guess the nerd who takes her glasses off to become a hot girl. No, she was always a hot girl. Oh my god, it turns oh, yeah, out she, she was hot the whole you. time. We. And now she has value, rather than just being an artist. <laughs> Terrible. Well, that's terrific. So, Brett, I was supposed to ask you a question right at the beginning. And that question oh, is... No. Oh, it's a very hard question, I assure you. <laughs> How do you feel about Edmonton? I feel a lot better about it this week than I did last week. I feel like 
getting through the last few months is always hard in a place where winter seemingly lasts forever. But that being said, I have a lot of the same complaints that everyone else has. The winter lasts forever. The suburbs are sort of atrocious. But you know what? I have a pretty good time living here as long as I stay within my little downtown White Ave bubble. I have tons of friends who live within uh, like walking distance from me, such as here, for example. It's like a five-minute walk. I have a pretty good job and... It's so there's nothing really to complain about now. Like coming into summertime is going to be fantastic. Um, that being said, I don't see myself necessarily staying here forever. But yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm just trying to gauge what people what people think about it. Really, I think a lot of people. Everyone has a complicated relationship. Sure, 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 absolutely. Um, and I, I think it's kind of impossible not to see lots of the sort of strides that have been made in the city in the past little while. Like I mean, I moved I moved downtown in 2008, so I've been living downtown for 10 years now. And Dang. like just the difference between when I first moved downtown versus now is like night and day in terms of like street life, number of restaurants, number of people. For sure, I've only been bike lanes downtown. finally that were finally yeah, built like lanes. fast too and. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots to sort of, lots of kudos I can give to it, and also lots of frustrations for things that move too slowly or don't get done the right way. Absolutely. I also feel like though lots of cities also kind of struggle with that. Whenever you talk to people, it's like, oh, no one here can get this right in insert city here. So it's also kind of trying to find like where Edmonton truly is unique in those ways and not just complaining about the city for something that everyone experiences. Oh, I don't think anywhere else has budget overages or like things take too long. No, that's only Edmonton. <laughs> no, right? right? <laughs> Our road planners, what are they thinking? You're like oh, only here. Bike lanes, who, who ever heard of these? <laughs> Gondolas for public transit? No one else has ever used that. It's like obviously many other other people have done it successfully. I think that's something that like Edmonton, the people who I was going to say control the city, but like as we're starting to build the a city, patterns. we all aim to be like a world-class city. We're always aiming for that. And I don't know why we need to compare ourselves to something like, oh, New York or Seattle or whatever, when we can just do us and have fun. For sure. And I feel like that's something that I've also seen a lot more of lately. Like lots of the sort of city-run initiatives have been towards promoting local artists and local events. Even even just kind of looking at the local business linked into each other. Lots of the restaurants, bars and coffee shops and stuff are all, you know, like tend to work with each other and whatnot. So seeing that sort of community building is nice to see. And I think that... I think I would almost describe Edmonton like an awkward girl in her teenage years who like <laughs> is trying on a bunch of different identities and hasn't really found herself yet, but is like, you know, yeah. is getting there, like slowly figuring it out. And it's all about kind of finding like what works and what doesn't. That's Absolutely. actually a really good description. And I can like, yeah, like there's always been that push to like get us up to some level, to some scale. I don't know what, but in the last couple of years, it feels like it's finally cemented and we're like, okay, let's just do this. Like, let's just do or maybe that's my perception of Edmonton because that's what I feel like well, it's like lots of things like even like the farm to table restaurants heavily relying on local mm. culture and local like supply chains and sources and stuff like that, right? It's interesting you said the, the phrase world-class city. Hannah was talking about the Edmonton project and the number of proposals. There was a meeting it happened this week and Edmonton chose that we would build a gondola running between, I believe it's the Shaw down to the Walter, uh, Walterdale, down to Rossdale and then up into White Ave somewhere near the fringe grounds. I don't remember exactly where, but I know... Yeah, and I thought it was McKinley Park that it was going to be at. Oh, no, that's the funicular. Oh, oh yeah, the funicular goes down to Louise McKinley Park, yeah. Okay. Um, but anyways, the gondola. The, the Edmonton Project is building it. They, my understanding is it's a corporate with partnership from the city of Edmonton. I wasn't even sure. If, are they actually building it? I thought it was just kind of like a... like Pipe dream? Pipe dream sort of project, yeah. Okay, the Edmonton Project, as I understand it, or as Hannah was saying, is like, it's a real thing, but yeah, no, it is still in the, in the phase where they've now chosen what they're going to do and are now going to like get the money together, get the, the permits and shit. That's um, so great. I think that's such a treat it's, it's to a, have in a city. And I, like you said before, it will help with like 
traffic and stuff. Um, yeah. That's what's looking that's really cool too. I was like reading about it after I saw that, and it's like I um, there's a city in Colombia. Medellin, two of their metro lines are gondolas. Yeah, there's tons of cities that yeah. already use gondolas, and in a city that makes sense for it. Well, oh, there's a big gaping river, river valley, valley with yeah. a neighborhood at the bottom that isn't connected to anything. Right. Downtown and White Ave are so close to each other, but because of the river valley, they feel so far apart. And yeah, the only way across is the bridge. Yeah, to walk across the bridge and back, I always thought it would be like, oh, so onerous. But actually, once you start doing it very often, it's like, oh, these these two streets are very close to each other. But the irony of the world-class city is now that they propose this idea, which I think is truly a game-changer for the transit system in mm. downtown, and in White and in Rossdale, and now people are like, well, what is it going to cost? Of which, course. of course, is a viable concern. But analysis that I saw was it will improve the transit of the city so vastly at such a minimal expense compared to building another bridge or another major yeah, roadway. Bridges are big work. Yeah, because it would be a lot less infrastructure needed. You, you would barely need to appropriate any land. Two stations. Yeah. Uh, three, sorry, three stations because there'll be one in Rossdale and then mm-hmm. uh, like a couple pylons and then up. That's so cool. I'm so pumped for this. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Edmonton always wants to be a world-class city and then gripes about the pennies and pinches the pennies until it loses the dream it had. Yeah, yeah, that's, totally. yeah that's where we stagnate. Where we can't invest in things no. because we, we presume we're going to fuck it up. Yeah. Like, that's the self-loathing nature of Edmonton, I think. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Brett, one more question about dinosaurs. Sure. And not even about dinosaurs, but dinosaurs. What is your favorite dinosaur? Ooh, that's a good question. From Jurassic Park, I, I always liked the velociraptors. I thought they were cool. They were the ones who were, you know, that whole clever girl. They're they're the smart ones <laughs> we of the Jurassic bunch. Park like a week ago, tight movie. Such a good Holds movie. Holds up. Holds up. Every Absolutely. Scene of that movie is excellent. Yeah, yes. just that made me think like cool. Part of me sort of wants to cheer for them, you know, and they're like hunting the kids in the kitchen but my favorite Jurassic Park dinosaur is certainly the one that spits acid that is fictitious oh yes like I love the frill I love like the weird way it plays like a dog and then yeah fucks up your boy Dennis Nedry <laughs> oh he always no. gets so messed up <laughs> Wayne Knight does get messed up in movies, but he had a really good 90s, because we saw him in two movies back-to-back, Jurassic Park and Space Jam. Holy crap, yeah, he's in everything. Oh. And he was on Seinfeld at the same time, so he was... He, he was, was also in Third Rock from the Sun. Dude, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. What a prolific man. He's always Wayne playing Knight. the same character. It's great. You know what? If you need a fat, annoying guy who turns out to kind of be okay, call Wayne Knight. <laughs> he's really good at playing it. <laughs> so, we have uh, another snack. Do you want to maybe do the savory snacks, or do you want to do the, maybe the hummus? Uh, yeah, okay, let's try the hummus. Cause let's try the hummus as a little appetizer. It, it is going to get, like, a little bit cold. The hummus comes with, I guess it's pita bread, because, like, it's, it's thin slices of pita that you can dip into the hummus. Mm-hmm. So you can, like, tear it up and dip it, or you can, like, roll it up and just stick it in. I don't know. It's your choice. Sounds great. I haven't um, eaten hummus with pita before. It should be okay. The hummus from Remedy is actually one of my favorite things in the city. It's so garlicky and so goopy and delicious, and it comes with these red peppers on top that are just so juicy and sweet and like they're not spicy at all they're just so amazing i'm excited to not talk excited. about it as much like there's just ah. oh i got a whiff of the garlic already i love it no that sounds great i've had many uh, hummus but i have never had a remedy hummus so that's exciting Boop. oh my gosh okay i'm gonna just take these two and then i'm gonna dip really quickly and pass it on i guess i could have put it in different um it's fine yeah okay ow 
Oh my god, it's so garlicky. It's so delicious. Gonna take a bite. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna make mine like a little Takis. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> takis. And like, I know that hummus is mm. a very like basic bitch food, but their hummus is just exceptional. And I've tried to make my own and like buy their ones. And I don't know, I'm just missing something. I don't see how hummus is a basic bitch food. It's just like bread, garlic. No, oh, basic bitch chickpeas. is a Oh, sure. Yeah, totally. It's up there with avocado toast. You know what? Yeah. It tr- truly is. I see people trying to co-op garlic bread, and I'm like, fuck you. I don't care. I'm going to keep eating garlic bread. Make mm-hmm. memes about it. Stop ironically appropriating things I like. Yeah, I fell into that hole of the garlic bread meme subreddit, and I was like, what is this? Like, what's happening? And then it was like an hour later, and I was like, why did I spend all this time looking at garlic bread memes? So there's a subreddit just for garlic bread. I mean, garlic bread memes. About... Oh, okay. Oh. That is It's really ridiculous. Specific. Yeah, it's... <laughs> But see, that's ironic. I don't like that. I want to genuinely just... like I <laughs> You want, want to be actually... genuine in your approach. I'm trying one of these peppers. Oh yeah, they're so tasty. Do you want more? Oh mm, yes, please. That is good. I can fast yeah, I should have... You know what? I can get a bowl and split it up halfway, so it's... Don't okay. worry about it. Do this. We'll, we'll, we'll snack, we'll pass around. Yeah, pass and I think uh, with what's coming up, we can also use the food that's coming up to dip into the hummus. But Ooh. I'll save it. Uh, I'll save it for you. That'll be a dramatic it. reveal after yeah. that commercial. This is where we sell MeUndies. <laughs> MeUndies. Just, uh, what's Square up? Space. Hey, uh, we, we, we will advertise. For Actually, it. you know what? I'm going to do my or ad- or Audacity, a free software that you can download to make podcasts. I am using Audacity right now to record this. It's pretty easy. I recommend you make your own podcasts. Nicely done, sir. I got paid no money, but I paid no money to use Audacity, and that's a fair trade. That is a fair trade. It's what really if it easy. does come back? Audible.com. <laughs> I don't even care. I listen to that shit because it's hilarious when yeah. it's people you think are funny. Remember to use the coupon code MOTHERFUCKER at checkout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do say that word quite a lot. I sometimes let it slip when I'm talking to somebody at work. An F bomb. And I'm like, oh, right. Workplace. And yes. they look at me and I'm like, don't even, like, don't even worry about it. I'm so glad I live on, like, a swear positive floor. Like, mm. okay, there's some people maybe we won't swear around, but as long as, like, the executive director's, like, not, like, hanging out right there, like, yeah. even even my boss is like, oh, fuck. Do you think the Lots cultural the threshold for swearing has gotten a lot lower, though? Yes. Because, like, I saw the word shithole on the cover of The Atlantic. Though he, they did, in all fairness about the shithole thing, that was an exceptional moment when they yeah. put it. They posted it on there because that was like a direct quote from the president of the United States. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is the, like the... It's, I don't think it was like because yeah, of things sliding. I think it was a unique moment where they let it happen. And like there was an actual justification in the New York Times okay, as to their justification a, as to why they were quoting it. Illustrate my point, but, um... no, but yes, I, do, I believe I... that. I, I do think that's true, though. That being yeah. said, I wouldn't maybe say that would be an example of it, but I would say that's true. I mean, like even in the 90s, you couldn't say bitch on TV. And now it's like bitch is like the second. Second yeah. most common word in primetime shows. Okay, no, it's not the second most common, but... Oh, yeah, there's a lot of casual swearing I see on TV now. Yeah. Where I don't even register that it's swearing. Yeah, you don't really think about it, but we're watching media in a much different way, so it's not broadcast at a specific time when they know children will be watching. So it's, like, on Netflix, and you can... So yeah. children can just watch it whenever I also they wonder, too, like, if, if, like, in certain areas, saying cunt in Australia Ooh. is not a big deal, which is just, like, so strange here. And, like, in, in Spanish, for example, like, in Spain is extremely vulgar compared to in Latin America, where, like, the language is much more conservative and the words that they use in Spain, specifically all of the hyper-religious-based swears, people would clutch their, clutch their rosaries and, you know. Oh, yeah, that's actually interesting. When you combine something that's, like, religious and a curse word, I find that in Croatian, we use a lot of, to me, the most original insults. And uh, I wish I could translate some of them because they get crazy vulgar. English words kind of suck, honestly. They're not that good. That being said, the one word that every single person who I spoke to who uses English as a second language says they're always jealous of the word fuck 
because the word fuck is the greatest swear word in the world because it is so versatile. It, is. it can be used as something positive, something negative, as any type of speech. Yeah, like it's noun, verb. Yeah, exactly. Uh, adjective, adverb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at that fucking car. Yeah. Look at that fucking guy. What's he doing? What <laughs> a fucking fuck. Yeah, what a fucker. What a f- fuck well, me. Fuck I guess that guy. Fuck today, because he's a fucking piece of shit. Uh, even like his whole tattoo, right? It's like fuck me versus fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so satisfying. The downside of that is some people that is literally their only only yeah only go to when they have to describe anything. So I was sat beside a guy at a hockey game last weekend, and he was macking on his girlfriend, you know, oh, telling no. her stories, but. Slurping her up. No, no, no. In that he's like, you know, maybe it's like a fourth date or something. There, mm-hmm. he's he's talking to her, and it's he's telling stories, and all the adjectives are fucking. Mm. It's like, so we get in the fucking truck, right? It's like, well, mm. did you? Where's the story here? He just says the whole thing is fucked. Yeah, see, I like to. Everything use, fucked like, up. It's fucking crazy. Like, what is this story you're telling? It has no parts. Yeah. It's good to use curse words for emphasis or like moments when you're appropriate. But I think when you punctuate every word with that. Without it loses its magic. Exactly, exactly. The sweet spot for me is when you have something that is both high class and a curse word, like you mash two that's, things together. Oh my god, that breaks my little heart. And of course, I happens. can't think of anything right now, but you know. No, but I can't think of any examples. There's something classy in a swear word. Yeah, I don't know. It'll come. It's like you champagne fucker. Like no. I. <laughs> Something classy (laughs) and something a swear word. That's that's the best example I could come up with. Like I, champagne. Okay, that's uh, that's what I'm gonna call the next person that I'm angry at. I'm gonna call him a champagne fucker. Champagne fucker. And they'll be so confused. Because he falls too fast and it hurts someone. Well, I (laughs) I was gonna say because he sprays everywhere. That's too. Falls too fast and hurts someone because it hits them in the eye. Like. Yeah. We're really telling a story with this. It really makes a mess on your carpet sometimes. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Champagne fuckers, right? <laughs> There's also champagne birthdays. So it's like your. Is it. Oh, it's the birthday of the day you were born. So if you're turning 30, you were born on, say, December 30th. My champagne birthday was my 18th birthday. Oh, I was three. What? That's bullshit. No. Did your parents get you loaded? I was a fucked up baby. <laughs> Yeah. But actually, my third birthday is my first memory. Hey, my champagne birthday is also uh, my third. Of course. Crazy. Crazy. Wait, so you were saying something about your first memory? Oh, my first memory is my third birthday. It was a cake in the garbage. Good God. That's so sad. That is really sad. Well, I think like we ate most of it, and then like, <laughs> the leftover ice cream cake went in the garbage. But that's what you remember? You're like, oh, no. You don't remember the party. You just remember the cake in the you garbage. You the cake in the garbage. Well, I mean, it's like, I didn't choose to remember. It's not like a haunting We find this so tragic. Like, it's so bad. It's like a snapshot of a thing I remember happening. This is like the first, like, scene of, like, a horribly depressing Pixar movie where they're, like, showing someone's life and it's like they enter the stream of consciousness just, like, staring blankly at a cake. It's part of the movie from The Simpsons. It's like, don't cry for me. I'm already dead. Except it's me as a baby saying that. With a little bowl cut. It'd be really funny, I think. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I've only just been born, but I'm dead inside. Aww. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, I now guess that's I'm where, sad. where the nightmares start. All right. Well, that was some lovely hummus. Yeah, I'll just I'll put let... it aside if you oh, guys yeah, want more. Oh, yeah, leave it out because we might dip some of these. I'm really glad I'm single because this is really garlicky and my breath is going to stick. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I hope you didn't have plans today. See, I'm just repulsive physically, so I need to worry about the garlic breath. Yeah, I guess I'll, I can leave it here. What am I doing? Well, I'm going to yeah. keep going for it. I'll pick it. hiding it away right, from you. So my I'm contribution to this, I was going to bring normal snacks, you know, like a nice person would. And I was wandering to the, the aisles of Save On Foods, founded by, of course, Cyrus O'Leary. <laughs> and 
and saw these things. Now, I like a crispy mini, a rice chip made by Quaker, I think. Quaker makes crispy minis? Yes. I think they just make... Don't Quakers make crackers? <laughs> uh, Quakers, they're up to a lot of things. I don't Forget think the Quaker that. company is actually religiously Quakers anymore. I know, I know. It'd be funny if they were just a bunch of like... How would they package all this stuff if you're scared of technology? Wait, Quakers don't like technology, right? Uh, I think Quakers... Or do they accept limited technology? Hutterites don't like... Oh, no. Hutterites are... are... Yeah. And then they still... No. And the Amish. Hutterites will use technology. I'm probably offending a bunch of Quakers right now. Oh, yeah. We're all wrong. Well, would they even hear us? (laughs) Yeah. That's true. Quakers might. Crank up your Victrolas and get your wax cylinders ready, Quakers. (laughs) It's podcast time. (laughs) You know, I, I thought it was a waste of money to inscribe that on wax, but it's, it really will pay off, I think, in the Quaker demographic. Oh, my God. No, and they can keep sending us these delicious crackers. Oh, please send me some delicious Quaker handmade artisanal crackers. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I was going to get normal crispy minis like a nice person, but instead I saw these new fruity crispy minis. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I got to my first reaction to that was, what the fuck? <laughs> You know what? I haven't given anyone a what the fuck food, but they are gluten free and delicious. It says. Um, this does look a step better than one time I had like cinnamon bun flavored Lay's a couple of years ago when I they tried went those. right, right, because we were living together at that time. Oh yeah, I brought home a box of weird chips, so we we ate the, the and we ate the rib one. Yeah, the rib ones were delicious. To be fair, they just tasted like barbecue sauce and creepily like meat. (laughs) (laughs) Umami. Yeah. Okay. They tasted good, but yeah, like unsettlingly good. Like too good? Like in the future where we eat protein blocks made of bugs, that's probably what it will taste like. Dude, I'm excited. That's umami, yeah, yeah. It's just like mm. lab grown meat. Yeah. I don't wanna like if I don't have to eat the whole cow or kill the whole cow for a juicy burger. Absolutely. Give it Mm -hmm. to me. Yep. But anyways, we got the uh, the fruity crispy. Kill the occasional cow for the steak. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But then you would just get. You Wait, some... wouldn't you? Okay. But if it's just like a bunch what? of like, if... Brett, how are you getting the marbling right? No, I said you need well. to look. No, I I still think with lab grown meat, I would eat a burger made of lab grown meats. But I would eat. I want a steak from like oh, real flesh and blood cow. I'm misunderstanding you. Yeah, you're telling me you want a more boutique meat eating experience, and not yes. just like every day you're just like I'm nom 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 eating down an animal. Yeah, or like chugging back soil into or whatever. Or, it is. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of going to a party and crushing some cokies. You know, <laughs> you know, you, you you don't drink your nice beer at the beer pong party. No. Unless it's a really classy beer pong party. Holy shit, classy beer pong party. Ooh. Someone host this event at the Hotel McDonald, and I will go. I have I a big balcony. There. I could that could be okay, classy beer pong party. I'll bring some like artisanal like IPAs to like a problem. This is fun. Solstice party. Oh yeah. Where, like everyone has to like dress fancy and wear linens. Okay, this is great. I like Ooh, this idea. I love it. Okay, yeah, this is gonna happen. I'm, that... I'm gonna write this down right now so I don't forget. Because, yeah, we, we like a beer pong. Do you know what? I'm going to write it in my phone because this is That's more the year of our Lord 2018. It is. Okay. Right. Terrific. Terrific. We're going to like three okay. times through these chips. Let's, let's, let's. I think we're all a little afraid to actually eat them because yeah. they look terrible. Uh, fruity Crispy Minis, Orchard Apple, and Cinnamon. We also have. Wait, Orchard Apple? Orchard Apple. Yeah, not just regular apple. So are they sweet? Who the hell knows? Okay. And then we have the Quaker Crispy Minis Legumes Italian Herb and Olive Oil. Legume. I think it's supposed to be veggie. veggie. Yeah, it's supposed to be veggie, but I love legume. Legume. It is a fun word to say. Yeah. No, that's like my favorite thing about like the um, bilingualness in French is you have to say some fun French words. Mm-hmm. Pomplamousse is and one of my finally, favorites. And we have another uh, Crispy Minis Legumes, the Balsamic and Bruschetta. Bruschetta. 
Bruschetta. Bruschetta. Okay, people think it's bruschetta? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong, motherfucker. All right, you, you correct me. I, I'm correct. <laughs> I will never say bruschetta again. I say bruschetta because I Except feel for... like it's really obnoxious to say bruschetta. It is, but I'm oh, not saying like it. Ibiza? Yeah. <laughs> you know, where you're like, I know it's wrong, but I'm not going to correct that because, like, everyone says Ibiza. Yeah. Uh, I'm sticking to bruschetta, though. That's, that's fair. You uh, you can rep it. You're old school. OG. I am. I am. I'm just... Uh, Milk toast. You're just here for the fun. <laughs> I'm just here for the fun. All right, which which of these crispy minis, legumes, or fruits should we eat first? I really uh, want to try. Oh no! Oh, I no. think we should just. Honor. I think we should dive head first into the apple and cinnamon. But this is the most outlandish <laughs> one. Let's try it. This is uh, orchard apple and cinnamon. It is made of a blend of brown rice and fruit, and perfectly sweetened with brown sugar. Oh, it's very light. They're super, super light. They are very light. I'm gonna take a couple of. Yeah, I'm gonna take a couple too. My, oh, I'm gonna take a couple too. Some on my book coaster. <laughs> We keep it real. Wow, this is whole grain and gluten. We have high tech material. A, this is a good snack for. Our, oh, it our actually smells really nice. Celiac listeners. Celiac listeners. Represent. Or those who are pretending to be celiac, who who pretend to have gluten sensitivity. I'm actually coming around to this because this really annoyed me when I worked in a restaurant. But now I realize that the long term effect of that is now there's just way more gluten free products for people who actually need them. That's true, actually. Oh, yes, yes. You know, it's kind of like I, I learned that infomercials. You know, when people are doing really incredibly crazy, stupid things to make their Cheetos fall over or like yes. their pasta spill. Yeah, it's just white people. <laughs> yeah, the infomercials are intended to sell products to a disabled audience, and the, they need to sell to a wide enough audience. So, like people who are just like, I do want a, a broom to to extend. So infomercials have outsmarted us all. They're, yeah, like we are, it's a, it's we a blind experiment where we're like, okay, on one level, yeah, you're selling it to idiots, but on the real level is you're making products available to people who would really use them and are like, oh, I only have one hand. It would be very helpful to have a chip holding huh. armchair. Okay, well, I you won't know? make fun of the infomercials ever. Oh, no, please do, because I, <laughs> like, someone did get paid 40 bucks to, to act in that scene and, like, spill coffee all over themselves, and they are incredible. It's like, well, pornography acting, where sometimes it's just outlandish and amazing. They came to Hollywood to make it big, yeah. and they're like, oh, I just got this spot for, like, the set it and forget it, or whatever. Yeah, like, when you see the, in the Snuggy one in particular, like, the white people dancing in the Snuggies, <laughs> they're raising the roof. I guess they like, had a lot of fun filming that. I hope so. Yeah. I hope that extremely white group of people that pretended to be a family had a good day on set. You know what? They were very photogenic. Yes, they were. They were very photogenic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of going yeah, in here. I still have a... Yeah. yeah, I'm scared. It's right. so good, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's so damn good. I love it so. It's Holy actually shit. kind of salty at the end. Yeah, I was gonna say. I like. I didn't. I was iffy about the saltiness on the first bite, but the second one to come around to it. This is really okay. You know what? You are correct. It I'm... is crushing. This little cinnamon, uh, like. It's like fruit in your mouth, but it's crunchy. <laughs> I feel like I'm eating dry cereal, like a good yes, dry cereal. Like, like, like let's crush this up and oh pour some God. milk over it. Do you ever eat apple cinnamon Cheerios? Like this is exactly yeah. what it tastes like. Oh. And kind of like cinnamon toast crunch as well, but only the cinnamon part. Yes. But the sugariness and the cinnamon, delicious. So they're rice chips with fruit. Swear, oh. Don't swear. <laughs> yeah, no luck. Wait, is that my funny bone? Yeah, I saw oh, that. that's it was, like, real upsetting. I saw it on your face more than I heard it in your words. <laughs> um, okay, so this has got brown rice flour. You have like one spot apple. where if you just hit it, you're fucked. <laughs> You're not supposed to get hit there. I mean, it is like a small little Achilles heel, but like that little seam. That little seam. It's all bad. Like you can put one more bone there. It sounds like when you hit it, it sounds like lightning bolts, like up your arm. And well, like, yeah, you're just oh. paralyzed for about 10 seconds. You're like a statue trying not to be overcome with pain. 
life is so hard. Yeah, whatever, like, running away from a tiger, and you hit your elbow and run, you're like, oh! No! Uh, I'm fine! <laughs> Just take me! Make it fast! Go for the throat! <laughs> Oh wow! I can't stop myself with these uh, with these apple cinnamon guys. What are we trying next? Oh please keep taking more. I'm gonna actually my my opinion on the apple cinnamon is that they are delicious, but I feel like they are. I don't know. You guys are liking lightness. I liking the lightness, but I think they're kind of actually feeling like I couldn't eat too many of them. You know, like I feel like I could eat like a dozen and then I might be done. Yeah, I can feel the same way as I would with like um. I guess with most rice crackers, I feel like it doesn't have the same, like, oomph as a potato chip, you know what I mean? Maybe it's lack of saltiness where I'm not compelled to eat a million more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would crush them because this is the kind of crunchiness I like in things. Like, it kind of, once you uh, break it, it just kind of melts. Mm, mm, it does melt in your mouth. This is a really, you know, for all this shade I was talking about not ten minutes ago, this is a delicious snack. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want to move on to a next one? I'm sorry, Quakers, that I doubted your delicious apple <laughs> cinnamon crackers. Those Quakers probably grew those apples themselves and oh, yeah. cut them into tiny little things. What about them. the cinnamon? Shipped in all the way from the, the East Indies. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's not Ceylon anymore. What What is Ceylon now? Sri, Sri Lanka. Lanka. That's what it is, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why do I know Ceylon? <laughs> but I from Michael and Dache's Running in the Family. Boom. I love that book. Anyway. I can't believe that was correct. I love that. That's book. how I know the name. I read, well, I read it in high school, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never anyway. read. I never read such a book. Anyways. Well, you should have been. It's. I don't know what the classes were. <laughs> Mister Brett. Whatever. <laughs> Who did you have? I don't even know their names. Anyways, yeah. Let's try I don't another. Even remember. Let's try. I don't know. Italian German olive oil or balsamic and bruschetta. <laughs> They're Thank both. Uh, we're both wandering onto the Italian peninsula for these two here. Hey. I would say the bruschetta. Like, I want to hope that the non-tomato tasting thing will be tastier because I don't love tomato flavoring and things. Mm. Because I love tomatoes. Fair enough. I was kind of worried that the Italian urban olive oil might be a little more boring. But I'm, I'm well, going to try the balsamic and bruschetta. Bruschetti? Now that you're doing it, now I realize how annoying it is. I do a lot of things that are annoying. Yeah. You shouldn't teach me new things. I, I will never, ever do that again. This legit just tastes like tomato sauce. Like It tastes like, it tastes like marinara it. sauce. Ew. Does it not? Like, and not great marinara sauce. Oh my god, sauce. you're right. Out of the can, like marinara Yeah, like ragu or like... <laughs> yeah, not even at the level. We're at like sub-Western family levels no. of tomato sauce. Yeah, because tomato flavoring never tastes like actual tomato to me. It just tastes very... Well, it doesn't even taste basil-y. Like the, you remember the explosive pizza? <laughs> Goldfish sure crackers? And they tasted at least more pizza-y. This just tastes like tomatoes. Yeah, it's like... You're right. It's like tomato and, paste. And, uh... You know, mm. I think we should uh, we should probably call balsamic because where it at? Yeah, where is that balsamic? It's like not in the chip. Someone left it out. I think the tomato is just overpowering the balsamic. Man, that is not. Excuse you promised me vinegar. Yeah, I want that vinegar. I think it's supposed to be natural, and that balsamic isn't like crushing you with flavor, the way the uh, explosive pizza did, or the screaming salt and vinegar. <laughs> yeah. But I think the end result for me is just that I now re-experiencing it can taste the balsamic a little more but it really just blends in with the basicness of the tomato to really <laughs> yeah because it's basic well tomato has that like a little bit of acidic kind of taste to it and it kind of just gets lost in that yeah mm-hmm. i think tomatoes are basic i don't know i'm not a chemist uh if we have an actual chemist don't are they really, i don't care i thought tomatoes were acidic yeah oh. but it could I'm, oh <laughs> I don't know. Science is a mystery. Science is a mystery. <laughs> right. 
Shall we venture forward? Never onward. Bravely? Fuck it, I'm leaving Bruschetta land behind. Bruschetta land No, I'm now... Fuck, I'm Leave never... behind the land of Bruschetta. You, you know what, Bruschetta, you had a scenic countryside, but your food was boring. Yeah. And also... Grab you know, just on display alone, the bruschetta ones are not as good. None of these are actually display. very strong in like their appearance. Well, they're strong in that like they would appeal to somebody who doesn't want like strong advertisement that they associate with like junk food. It's like mediated, so you think it's gonna be healthier. There's this like green tinge, so you think spinach might have been near it at one point. <laughs> that is true. I was wondering what the green tinge was in some of the chips. I think it's supposed to mimic like you know like the tricolor pasta. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I'm looking at the apple cinnamon chip itself. They're all one color. Yeah, okay, so I'm one... already eating this because you, you, you are it. slow. But uh, this reminds me of, there's a very specific chip. I think it's the cracked pepper and olive oil Triscuit. That is very specific. I, I know, because I love the shit out of this. They're great like snack food in terms of uh, traveling. Oh, yeah. I. You know what? I'm going to give this a very specific review. Mm-hmm. I would not buy this chip again, but if this was on a tray at a party, I would be crushing that. I would go to yep. town, yeah. Well, I'm not a big fan of these last ones either so much. But I think they're light. I'm, like, I'm not a huge fan is why I would buy them, but they're light and they're delicious, and I could yeah. see myself over about an hour just being like, um, nom, Yeah. I'm going to take one of these here, and I'm going to take it to Hummus Town. Oh, Hummus Town. That's mm-hmm. what I kind of wanted to do. I'm going to do it with the tomato one. Oh, just yeah. to see if it changes the flavor a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, these are a weak chip. <laughs> they're not great for dipping. You kind of have to carefully scoop. The rice chip does not hold together very well. They're also very thin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Opposed to the original crispy minis, which are quite fluffy. Great with hummus. That being said, I can pretty much only taste the hummus. Yeah, the hummus is so overpowering. I like the crunchiness, actually. Really? Yeah, the, the variation of textures. It's nice, but Brett, I have to ask, is the crunchiness, is the taste, is that specific to this chip, or would any chip have done that for you? Any chip would have done the job. Anything crispy would have done the job. I mean, mm. one of those like baguette crisps would have been even better, to be honest. Mm. And that's what we had with Meg, and it was delicious. Oh, those are really good. Yeah, baguette crisps, still the winner in terms of dipping into hummuses, into cheeses, to eggs. Oh, right, she brought those delicious eggs things she oh, mentioned. Oh, that was so tasty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to uh, say something, and that I don't know if this is going to change your food perspective, but when I combine all the chips, or the rice chips and the hummus... It turns in my mouth into some, like, <sighs> salty wafer cookie situation. And I'm not sure I love it. Because I think something that's supposed to be creamy and crunchy should be sweet. Huh. But I guess cheese and crackers. But that's a different kind of, like, texture. Yeah, it's not so, like, it's a bit more Fluffy. dense. Like, mm-hmm. the cheese is a bit more... Mm-hmm. And sticky. Just yeah. The cracker. Yeah. That's an interesting observation. I like the hummus and the... Crispy mini legume combo, but I, as Brett, I think it it just is utterly mediocre when it comes to mediocre. Dip, dip. Yeah, it's no? not something I would visit. Like I love the hummus by itself, and like the peanut. Oh yeah, you like spoonfuls of you that. You probably yeah, see a just... diet tostito or something and get the exact same effect. So far as a dipping chip is going, I guess so. Yeah, because there are many better dipping chips and baguette crisps and God knows what else. Triscuits. Trisket. God bless yeah, Triscuits. Because you're, mm-hmm. you're saying this tastes exactly like a Triscuit. I would much prefer to dip a Triscuit it's, in that hummus. It's a, yeah, it's a, the taste is the same, but the different structure uh, doesn't hold. Something like a Triscuit goes much better with cheese because it does have that firmer, fibery structure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Crackers from Allied Biscuit. Allies in our biscuit what wars. Is, what, what, what were the other cracker companies mentioned in the episode? Christie? 
Wait, is Christy a... Oh, no, Christy's that is... a real-life Christy. We're talking... I'm, I'm making a Simpsons reference to... Oh, oh, Kirk oh, is a big wheel down at the Cracker Factory. How did I not know a Simpsons? Oh, I'm so disappointed. You let us into... Luhan says the line, you pushed... You're like mismanagement. The company pushed us into a tie with... From from third to... It is Allied Biscuit. Cause yeah, because then Marge slides, dumps slides, it out and hides it underneath. She slides the Allied Biscuit box <laughs> under the... Which is one of my favorite jokes. Actually... That whole episode is the what is it? A Millhouse divided. I think a that's like I think that's like yeah. one of my top five like all time favorite Simpsons episodes. Don't say that so hastily, but there's a lot of very good. Simpsons nope, episodes. I'm like pretty sure that hits my top five. Ooh, okay. Like I can I can concretely say for sure. Other ones maybe not, but that one I I, can, I don't even know if it's my favorite, but it for sure lands within my top five. I, I can see how you would think that. I, for me, no. But I, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about like the number of like I sleep in a race car bed. Do you sleep in a race car? Yeah. I sleep in a big bed with my wife. Yeah. Like, that's Savage. it's so good. Dating one of the American gladiators. Yeah, and then there's that whole like bit with like, can I borrow a feeling? Yeah, oh, God, that's so. Take sad. my hand it's with so... your glove of love. Yeah, exactly. There are so many jokes, and I'm sure if we watch it, we'd be like, oh, that joke is from this episode, and that joke is from this episode, right? Oh man, now I want to. I really want to sit down and like watch like the early seasons of The Simpsons. Yo. <laughs> let's, let's pause this shit and go on right. anyways um, before we get to our final stack mm-hmm. I'm going to move into our, our only regular mm-hmm. segment I guess we could like keep chatting as he gets something stay absolutely silent I actually grab water so yeah. I have a palette of cleansed palette <laughs> you have a palette of cleansed palette Brett when was the last time you played a Mad Lib I can't remember um Probably like when we went camping after high school and someone had Mad Libs for some reason. Like one of those years when we went out camping for like a week straight. This is correct. You're the third person who said the same memory. Backflip, oh. double backflip is the one of the words that I remember. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, that's funny. Cause, uh, I'm glad I recall that joke from like 10 years ago. I'm better. also glad that my memory was correct. Because when I was saying it, I was like not sure if that was like an actual memory or if it's one of those like many memories that I just use as filler. Okay, um... I'm going to do something different this time. I'm going to give you guys a choice of two different Mad Libs. Okay. And you can, uh, you as the guest break it, tell me which one you want. Yeah, that makes sense. Would you like to Mad Lib upon proper care of the scalp? Or would you like to Mad Lib upon description of the lovely group that I am in? Oh, I'd love to do the description of the lovely group that I'm in, because I'm sitting with a pretty lovely group right now. Oh, that's so nice Aww. of you. What would you like your first adjective to be? Fugly. Fugly. Okay. Mia, will you give me an adjective? Bald. Oh, nice. All right, person in the room. Taylor. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I think it's going to go well. Adverb breath. Slowly? Yeah. Okay. Just want to be, no, I don't want it to be slowly, just to be clear. I just wanted to make sure I had the right okay. form of the <laughs> All right, don't worry. Right. Brett, once you say a word, it is set in stone. I um, do have to finish it. You know, it's like a cop thing. All right, let's go slowly then. I didn't say <laughs> no, it. No, say, say a real I'm fucking with you. Let's go to the opposite and do rapidly. Rapidly. Nice. Mia, would you say a plural noun? Turntables. I will say a number, and that will be 69. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it is. Brett, an adjective. Sexy. Sexy. All right. It makes sense. Um, Mia, an adverb. Oh, okay. Damn it. Um, stinkily. <laughs> stinkily. Stinkily. <laughs> My god, I hate adverbs. Stinkly. Yeah, no, it's so true. unnecessary. Without knowing the verb, it's really hard to guess yeah. what the yeah. verb I need. All right, person in the room, that would be Mia. No. Adjective. Pervy. Pervy. <laughs> Noun. Mia. 
Legos. Lego. Lego. One single Lego. Person in room. Brett. Paula. Noun. Um, statue. Statue. Okay. And then everyone think of an adjective. Why is this so hard? <laughs> All right, Mia. What's your adjective? Blue. Blue. That was gonna be blue. What? Really? Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> I was like, can you do a color? No. Okay. Um, um, my adjective is skanky. <laughs> <laughs> um, morbidly obese. Nice. I like where this is headed. I'll do some transcribing now. Say cheese. That is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at natural seeming pictures. <laughs> we could also do those, but I mean, what's the fun in that? This actually is going to work really well. Oh, really? I think so. Some of the things are really, really coming together. Oh, goodness. And it's about us, too. <laughs> Dude, it's about us, and it's correct. Oh, my God. Like, how correct? Are you, is it going to hit too close to home? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, like, a little too accurate, really. <laughs> this, this time we have gone through the Mad Lib looking glass and have come to see ourselves again. <laughs> oh, no. So, Brett, I'm going to give you uh, a description of the group that we're hanging out with. Sure. You know, just the three of us as a, as a, a group of friends. It's nice. All right. Uh, you know, we are having a pretty fugly time this evening in the bald home of Taylor. <laughs> you know, it is my home, that's accurate. And, uh, you know, collectively, uh, we, we are not so nice to look at, maybe. I think we're attractive, but a lot of people would disagree, as evidenced by my Bumble account. I don't know if you've had a chance to look around the apartment, Brett, but the rooms were decorated very rapidly. Yeah. And we have many stylish turntables that must have cost at least $69. <laughs> I wish I could find a $69 turntable. Yeah, mm -hmm. But it's nice because I have guests on the, the podcast and they are very sexy conversationalists. Hey. But they are quite stinkily dressed. Oh. Honestly, your shirt's nice though. I like it. It's got a Pikachu on it. It's good. Uh, Mia is always entertaining us because she's telling us about the time that uh, she showed her pervy Legos to you. <laughs> Oh yes. Now I want some pervy Legos. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. So I didn't know I needed this in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, I, uh, you know, I don't want to embarrass you on the podcast, but I hear sure. that uh, you mistook that pervy Lego for an early American statue. Oh, how yeah. embarrassing for you! <laughs> I just, I think I know art, but <laughs> just pervy Lego, man. <laughs> All right. speaks to me. Our refreshments here, uh, I'm sure you can see, are blue. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the idea of serving hot and skanky hors d'oeuvres shows imagination. <laughs> oh, goodness. But overall, I think you will agree that visiting here is always a morbidly obese experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the snack cast, after all. That's what we're aiming for. We're doing it, man. I'm gaining that weight. Oh, it's, no. it's I'm just, working hard It's actually not. just abs. <laughs> yeah. Underneath my, my huge gut. <laughs> oh, that's terrific. Okay. Speaking of oh, that was good. Um, oh, that was a good Mad Lib. That might be the best one yet. Yeah. I enjoy that. I, I, like I enjoy these that. skanky snacks. Yeah, curvy Legos. I mean, we were talking about basic Sexy bitches conversation. and hummus. So it's yeah. a pretty skanky hors d'oeuvre, I think. It doesn't get skankier. No. What about little tiny weenies? <laughs> no, that's for dudes. Guys are way more obsessed with wieners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean... <laughs> Speaking Sweet. of morbidly obese, though, let us eat some... Are these real sour soothers, or are they some sort of cursed no, knockoff brand? Nope. You never get the knockoff brands. You always get the red the red band brand that is the best one. Any other ones are terrible. I speak fondly because sour soothers are my favorite candy. It is true, Brett. You are very wise. You have much lore of candy. You know... <laughs> I believe... Uh, 
probably the reason I eat so much candy is from living with you. Oh yeah, what can I say? And uh, what have you done? You know, you and done? I think also the and there was always a bag of these guys too. Sour soothers or the cherry sours are a thing that I only oh, tried, yep, and yep. I'm like now big on sour patch sours. kids. You know, I love I like candy, but I never bought it in the same volume as as when we lived together, and we were uh, half a block from a Mac. What can I say? Sugar's addictive. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to Quebec, where Macs are called couche tards, which means I guess like open late or awake late. Oh, okay. Yeah. That it's like how so Shoppers great. Drug Mart is a pharma pre. And you're yeah. like, oh, this Aww. is, it's the same, but it's different. Yeah, you roll up and buy some gads. <laughs> Very interesting. Anyway, right. I'm delaying the entertainment. Let's yeah. eat some sour. All right, let's go for it. And they're all like varied, but I gotta say, I've always, I usually don't like purple-based foods, but this purple-yellow combination yes, of the sour absolutely. is the best. Absolutely. I, like, normally don't like grape, because usually grape is the one that's way too sweet. Usually it's, like, so mm -hmm. overpoweringly sweet, but this one, like, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. it speaks to me, yo. It's a good match. Not too fond of the orange and green ones, but I used to like them before. Though, the best are when you get, like, the rare tri-color ones mm -hmm. that start with the green, then go to the orange, then have the purple in the bottom. Mm -hmm. Those oh, ones, wow. those ones are... I'm not in the same boat. I also think the purple and the yellow... Both aesthetically and uh, mouthfeel, <laughs> so good. To my mind, there's nothing that actually distinguishes them, but purple and yellow look better, for sure. They look better, and there's just, um, yeah, I think it's because the sweetness counteracts the sourness Are they the actually yellow. grape flavor? Yeah, I think so. But I think you're just not very good at noticing these. Yeah, no. I don't know if they are grape flavor. Maybe they are. I think they are. Well, maybe, like, not grape flavor, but there's a difference between the colors, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. I feel like all my senses are kind of fucked. What do you mean you're saying there's not been a real grape anywhere near these candies? I think it would be a real tragedy to assume so, but <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do it. What do you think of the big sour soothers, Brad? Mm, I like them, but not as much as these. I feel like the flavor, you're very locked into having like red and green, or red and orange, or red and yellow. This just doesn't, this is less. <laughs> Well, the large Plus, ones are a different flavor, right? They're like a yeah. big, and they're softer rather than these. I do hard. like the flavor them too, but the other problem they have with them is I like to like I like to lick all the sugar off of them, <laughs> and then it ends up making my tongue like super raw. That's a common sour experience. Yeah. Well, even like if eating a bag of these, and you wake up the next morning and you have like a giant like sore in the inside of your <laughs> cheek, and you're just like, oh god, why did I eat so much sour candy? <laughs> why did I do this to myself? Eating lots of pineapple does the same thing. Oh yeah. man, pineapple's delicious. It metabolizes you skin and your cheeks digesting it yeah it makes your tongue all tickly mm. just like kiwis okay yeah. oh no <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> no nobody's experienced that i don't think i can remember the last time i ate a kiwi yeah well i love kiwis okay. too well next time what up <laughs> okay. all right we we should have a fruit episode we, we should try all the fruit we should have like a bikini episode where we're just healthy and we eat fruit <laughs> and vegetables you could go to <laughs> TNT and get all the exotic fruits. Oh, uh, yeah. I told him about dragon fruit and star fruit. We gotta do yeah, it. Has to a durian? No, Dorian. <laughs> no, no, Dorian. I do know no. that. Is, yeah. Don't do it. No, no, that no, would be terrible. Never. Just the tasty thing. Just terrific. Um, Brett, where do you fall on the sour soother, sour key divide? Wait, what are sour soothers again? This candy is known sometimes as sour soother slash sour key. Oh, the, the different names. Sour soothers. They're, they're officially called sour soothers. There's no debate. Okay, that's good to know. Your, yeah. your like it says, it says a rate. It says right on the bulk bin, red band sour soothers. It says on the packaging when you find them in the aisle, sour soothers on their packaging. Ergo, they're sour soothers, and anyone who says sour keys is wrong. <laughs> Unless there's some crappy off-brand that they call them sour keys, which they probably are. In which case, they don't deserve to be associated with this delightful creation. Have you seen sour patch, sour patch, sour soothers in other jurisdictions that are 
the same, or maybe it's a regional thing. Do you know what? I don't know if I... Ha- I've, I've seen them in other places in Canada, but I don't know if, ever, if I've ever looked for them abroad, because usually when I'm in the States... Oh, or somewhere else. Candy. No, exactly. Like I don't, I'm not even looking for this because I'm just like you're, when you're in like Europe and there's like all of a sudden like two million kinds of chocolate staring you in the face. I didn't even know they made lemon chocolate. Yeah. Things. Well, like when I was in Germany, the selection of Haribo candies, like fifty different kinds of Haribo candy to choose from. Like I don't care about sour soothers when. Yeah. Oh man, that's we have our like provincial garbage. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I hear Germany is the land of chocolate, so <laughs> that's of, true. That's a lot true. Of things going on. Yep. Terrific. I'm, I'm really glad to eat these sour seeds because this is like a classic. I remember many days in the pool, you, you got mm. like two bucks, you get yourself 40? No. Yeah, 40. 45 cent candies. What a treasure trail for a child. I'm surprised nobody's brought like the froggies with the yellow belly. Or yellow belly. Oh my god. Ooh, I don't like White those. belly. Really? My sister once stuck one to the window of our van and it melted in the summer <laughs> heat and was there for years. Gross. Gross. It like ossified. I, I like, I put those green frogs in the same as like blue sharks. Like I'm not a big fan of blue sharks either. Yeah. No. I just like the green frogs. I don't like the other uh, marshmallow bottom candy. I think like it's that opaqueness. Gummy candy should have no opaqueness in it. <laughs> I, yeah, think it's it's a, I think it's a line. I agree. It is a weird... Well, I also don't think that blue sharks taste like anything. But no. I'd like to revisit this. We should revisit things that I am initially repulsed by. That's uh, like white bottom candy day. White bottom candy day. <laughs> you know? Or uh, we could taste test all the different kinds. I now know that there are a whole bunch of those sodas. You know, like a cola or the... You know, the, the gummy like candy that looks like colas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's apparently 8 to 12 different ones available. Yeah, there's like sour ones, right? There's different ones with like sugar sprinkles on yeah. top. Oh, there's the ones that are like blue and something pink. Exactly. I was blown away by that. There's some of them that are like cherry flavor, cherry cola flavor. Yeah. Well, the cherry cola ones are the Even best. Even as a child. Like... Do you remember the pain it was like counting these out too? It was just like 5, 10, 15, 20. <laughs> I did one um, time very much embarrass myself because I remember counting, I counted the amount of money, not the amount of candies I could buy and I didn't have enough money you know because I bought so many candies because I wasn't thinking uh, once once I, I had an embarrassing moment because I um did the thing where I put, I put in like probably like like it wasn't a lot like 275 and I said it was two dollars thinking I was all clever and then the clerk actually dumped it out and counted it all and I was like oh my bad I'll just take the two dollars because I'm 12 and this is all that I have <laughs> what an Very asshole <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's uh, let's wrap her up here. Thank you, Brett, for being such a great guest. Anytime. Um, it was a blast. Yeah, the final thing we do is talk about just something we're looking forward to in Edmonton in the next, like, you know, month or two. What uh, what kind of things are you excited about, Brett? Well, one thing I'm actually really excited for. Um, so, as you two might not know about me, um, I, like, fucking love the Olympics. Every, every, every Olympics, summer or winter, I got sucked into it like crazy. And this year, in the Winter Olympics, I got particularly into figure skating, which was the first time I got super into figure skating. I think it's because they added, like, the scoring up on the upper left of the screen, so it doesn't seem as arbitrary, but that's in the whole other story. Anyways, Stars on Ice is coming to Edmonton, where all of the Canadian Olympic team is going to be performing, including Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer, and Dude, the rest of the amazing. team, as well as a Spanish skater named Javier Fernandez, who I find sexy as fuck um yeah so i'm gonna go with uh, me and some other friends who got embarrassingly into figure skating over the winter olympics that's delightful that's really fun when yep. is that brett uh, sometime in may sometime in may keep Good an eye out for <laughs> all right mia you got anything you're, you're particularly excited about um i'm excited to go check out Hempfest two weekends from now i think that'll be Hello. pretty cool that's cool. about it i guess my thing is uh the the beaches a band from i don't know somewhere out Somewhere out in the eastern part of Canada, I think. Yeah, all right. They're coming to play um, Starlight on April 25th. 
it's gonna be a fun show. They have a pretty cool album. Their their song Gold, I think, is the uh, Olympic song this year. Oh, cool! So you you have heard them. I should check it out. It's gonna be a good show. I'm excited for that. Brett, as a thank you for being on the podcast. Oh my goodness! A truly excellent guest. You get to look through our prize box and, and choose something that you think is cool. I'm always a sucker for Pokemon stuff. Indeed. <laughs> oh, there's an actual Pokemon in there. That's pretty yeah. cute. There's some, yeah, some YouTube there's some as well. Name brand products with the dollars. A lot of and stuff. I meant to. I mean, you, I can't go wrong with like 20 glow bracelets. Oh, you cannot. <laughs> glow bracelets? You know, they're very versatile. What kind of events do you think you'll use? Uh, um, maybe I'll wear them to Stars on Ice. You Ooh, know? Oh, yes. Yeah. That would be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that way they can see me. Yeah, so they look directly into your soul. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Chan, look up here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe make some glasses out of them so you can see better. Totally. Terrific. Because the glow would help you like zoom in, right? Like if I know my optical science. Sure. Um, yeah, all right. <laughs> you can make a little heads up display for yourself to look through. Sure. Glow sticks. It'd be yeah. very complicated. Very big heads up display. Anyways, thank you for being on the show. You can email us at snackcitypodcast at gmail.com. You can visit us on Instagram, snackcitypodcast. And we will see you when you're sleeping because we know when you're awake. Uh, Terrified. (laughs) (laughs) Terrified. Can I borrow a feeling? Could you lend me a jar of love? Hurting hearts need some healing Take my hand with your glove of love How about it, Luann? Will you marry me? Again? Ooh, no.